Coming in with, of course, the great Tom Petty. It's good to be king. And that can only mean that I'm joined, of course, by the great Ron B. Hedrick. Ron! I'm kidding. Of course, Micah! Micah's back, the trade king! Oh, my God. I threw... Oh, I'm just... I'm on fire, baby! You, you came in ready to go. You came in ready to go, I, and... Uh... You're not slowing down. Everything is just going completely wrong. You can't. You couldn't even hear the song. You didn't even hear it stopped. It just stopped playing. I'm gonna have to go back into post production now. That's a little. That's a trick. Micah knows all the tricks. Well, now Micah's a live broadcaster. I, I, I you know, that's there's a there's a beauty of of uh, putting stuff out, recording it, and then putting it out. You can go back and edit. You know, usually the it's usually it's the shark that requests the edits. He's. Uh, usually says something horribly offensive that I have to go and edit out. <laughs> usually I just leave it in, though. I mean, who's listening to this? You know who's not listening to this? Ron, why did I shout him out? He doesn't listen to this. What, what, the only thing Ron hates more than making uh, roster moves is is listening to the Hberg FFL podcast, Micah. Can you believe that? Uh, I can believe it. I, I Actually, I thought maybe the third thing he hated was actually – talking to me but i just heard back from him um probably 15 minutes ago so maybe uh maybe i you know maybe he wants to talk to me now i don't know no i'm just i'm just kidding how, how many how many uh roster moves post draft do you think ron has made so far this year if you had to guess um this is the ron hour. welcome to the ron hour everybody if i had to guess uh i'll just i'll say he's you're looking at it no i'm not looking at it six i'm going oh. six Hi, you're high four, four. Really, wow. Mike? What do you think is more likely? Just you, Micah trades. If if you had to set the line of like trades Micah makes versus just uh, just total roster moves for Ron throughout the year, it's like it's like Micah minus five. I think, right? <laughs> uh, I would like to get some trades going right now, so I'd like to to move that line a little bit. Well, we're gonna talk trade. We're gonna talk trade later. But first, let's let's breeze through because I want to talk trade, and I we'll be here all day. Are we done with the Ron hour? Do you have anything else to say about? Uh, I've got about nothing Ron? else. I've got nothing else. Whoever talks to Ron, just tell him that we we uh, this is the most we've ever talked about him on the Aceberg FFL podcast in in a positive light. Plenty of horrible <laughs> things have been said about Ron over the years, but uh, anyway. Week six. We're into week seven. I didn't even say that, did I? Can you believe it? We're almost halfway home. It's crazy. Man. Uh oh. Phone's ringing off the. Micah is at the office. Do you need to That's take that? To be quiet. No, I just. I can. I can pause it. This is important. No, we're good. We're good. That's it's an good. early. Another early record. I like the yeah. early records. Especially yeah, when it gives nice. you an excuse it's, to start it drinking it. For. <laughs> it throws a little wrinkle in the afternoon. It's nice, you know. And you got a big meeting. You're meeting with who? With the with the, with the fighting gobblers, uh, the coaching yeah, with staff. The coaches. Yeah, meet with them on uh, every every Thursday. Is that standard procedure? Do, do you do um, like a coaches show? Is that part of the Morris Broadcasting Network? That's a thing, right? 
Uh, we used to, but this is actually, you talk about recording stuff. We just record the, uh, the coach's interview for what will air tomorrow. Okay, good. Fantastic. Well, let's talk week six in the Ageburg FFL. Um, and usually we like to start with opponents, but we're not going to do that today, Micah. We're going to start <laughs> with my brother. He's going to love this. He's dubbed himself. We, I played you in with It's Good to Be King, and he has claimed that he is now the King Slayer. Three wins in a row, I believe he said, against the the juggernaut Red Wolves as he wins 89-78. to 78. And it was sort of a, a balanced attack, if you can call it that, from the Gambinos as he uh, topped out with Andrews at 21. Um, and for you here, Micah, only 78 points. Again, almost half of them from Josh Allen. I think this is maybe the second... Second or third time I, I, I've talked to you, and I feel like you have these down weeks, but you have Allen, and he's scoring like half your points sometimes. What's happening? Um, this was, you know, it's interesting because you said on the podcast last week with Mike, you said, hey, you got to beat him at tight end, and that's what he did. Um, uh, you know, everywhere else I, except for receiver, I kept, kept it pretty close, but uh, it was Andrews beating Ingram by 17, and – you know, when Cortland Sutton didn't do shit on Monday, I, that obviously was was huge for him, and he got a great game from Walker. But um, it was one of those things where I've kind of ridden Josh Allen all year, and, and I just seemed like I'm missing here and there. You know, a couple of weeks ago, Sutton had the, the pass in the end zone he didn't catch. Mixon got stopped at the one. Um, you know, little things like that that, um, that just didn't work out, and um, – yeah, Mike took me down again. I said at the draft, I hate playing him. I didn't want him in the division uh, because he he has been the thorn in my side what? for a long time, but what? especially his last couple of years. What do we attribute this to? I don't understand it. He's a guy of the Gambinos. He's on here last week. He said he hasn't scored 100 points yet all week, and yet somehow he's just – He's 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 got your number when no one else can seem to to master that puzzle. I'm so I'm I don't even know. I'm speechless. Yeah, I, I you know it's uh I I can't I, I don't know but uh I don't know if I'll play him again. I yeah. I think I do play him in week 14. Oh man. But, and he, um, and you got him as your random uh other division matchup. That's yeah, of all of all the of all the damn teams to get I draw him who's is the one that I just can't. And he did this without Jonathan Taylor in the lineup. Uh you know, he made a bunch of moves Sunday morning. Um, that, that paid off. I know the Myers, the kicker for Seattle, had 13 that he put in Sunday morning, which, uh, you know, this kind of thing just piss you off a little bit too. Yeah, and you're, 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 you're coming off a loss and going into Josh Allen's bye week. What is Micah going to do? Spoiler alert, we'll talk about that later on the H-Bird FFL podcast. Don't turn that dial! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. that now you keep everybody's listening now. Yeah. They're waiting. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> you started this thing. You want to go? Oh, you're gonna go listen to uh, who? Who was uh, somebody talking about Rich and Simino and Rich or oh, somebody? Uh, Don't go. Vino uh, or something. I've listened yeah. one time, but I, I wasn't a big fan. I've never heard of them or heard of them. I don't know what's going on. Well, they must be good. Well, I must be good if I said that the shark. Needed to win at tight end last week. I really said that. You did. You Man. said it. Ah, oh, genius. That's that's why you come here for the expert analysis. I I remember nothing. I, as soon as it's over, it's out of my head. I have no idea what I said. 
who I offended on Even Game Week. I'm sure I said horrible things about you last week, and that's why I always appreciate you coming on here, because God knows what's going on, especially with the shark, and you're getting into the 90-minute mark, and who and, and who knows what's going on. So uh, thank you, Micah. But better things ahead, just not this week. We'll talk about <laughs> Woo, we're, we're rolling, baby. I'm just going to go left to right on my thing, because that'll be easier for me. We'll talk about a punch when we get to one, if there's one worth talking about. Uh, La Resistance, 93. Cockheads, 62. And, uh, yeah, this is an, I don't have much to say about this. You know, another one topped out at 20 with Ramondre, um, but didn't need a lot of points to beat Paul here. We, we've been saying Paul had been, you know, one of the better scoring teams. And his record might not have uh, reflected it with an 0-3 start, but uh, tough week here. Herbert only seven for, for Paul, and, and Evans didn't do much. Uh, Chubb had a down week. So, you know, I got I got lucky in this one. Yeah, um, that, that the Broncos' defense is good. Um, their offense is terrible, but their defense is good, and they really did a good job against Herbert the other night uh, on Monday. Uh, you got Ramondre, who, you know, you picked him up. He's another one of those damn players that I had at some point this year and, and don't have any more. Um, you obviously uh, – you went with, with Gino over Horrible. the huge week. Classic, classic Dave move. Who The guy – go quarterback late, doesn't believe in quarterback, says he never gets any points at quarterback, and then the, I bench Burrow for the 47-point blow-up game. Just, uh, I, I mean, thank, thank goodness that didn't cost me. Ugh. But, yeah, I mean, Paul, you know, just one of those rare tough weeks from Herbert and Chubb. And if you get those, it's going to be tough to win. But uh, when they when those two go off, he's tough to beat. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Better better days ahead for the Cockheads. Elsewhere in the league, this this looks like our opponents right here. John B. Neff's fighting blue streaks, 100 points, 61 for Thon Nasties. Um Trevor Lawrence had a nice game with the uh, the with Russell Wilson uh, being unplayable. John got a nice game there with from Lawrence, twenty two from Brees Hall, who's looking like a mega stud uh, running back for John B right now. And uh, for for Lance, I mean, he scored sixty one. Melvin Gordon got benched at halftime. Um, you know, I don't know what to say. Tough week for tough week for Hertz. You know, bad bad. Bad week all around. Bad week for this Christian Kirk as that trade continues to be uh, a disaster for, for Thonasties. I, I, I've been saying it for weeks now. I talked with Jason about that trade today, as a matter of fact. And, uh, you know, we're both saying now if Pierce ends up going off over the last half of the year, we're both going to be kicking ourselves. But, you know, I the thing with John B's team is he's got a good team. He's got a bunch of running backs. Oh, He's yeah. got some good receivers. But honestly, and this I was telling, it might have been Jason. Um, you know, and, and John, I know, I think listens. I've talked to him. I have offered John good trades that are going to help him, and it includes Lamar Jackson. Sure. And he's oh, I got have no doubt. He, yeah. He's got the pieces to trade, but he's unwilling to do it. So he's going to ride or die with Trevor Lawrence. And for John, I think you're going to die more times with Trevor Lawrence and you're going to ride with him. What? Um, uh, yeah, because I, I texted uh, uh, John B. My brother wanted to know last week. I, you know, I texted him, you know, you know, would you, um, you know, are, are you committed to this trade thing? And he said, you know, he would he would look at it. He hadn't gotten any offers that he uh, he, he felt were suitable. But he, he did say that he would most likely uh, decline the offer. So I think, you know, he's just going to. 
you know, you kind of get into this thing where it's like that's your claim to fame or whatever. You know what I mean? And then if you if you if you end that streak, then you know where do you go from here? So it's like John you get better training. You get better. You win. I mean that that's the thing that I just I, I'm shocked well, at. If, if, he if has you well, beat. and like to me, and I'm trade averse, and I get that, and because you know, most of the time I always feel like you win all these trades, but there's certainly something to be said for you look at the the Micah uh, sort of climb up from from uh, and with all due respect, a bit of an also ran for a, a, a decade or so from the mid 2000s to the mid 2010s or whatever, but then. All of a sudden, the trade king emerges, and you have uh, been at the top of the standings ever since. So there's there seems to be a correlation between number of trades and and success. I mean, certainly in your case. Well, when you get into a situation, and I'm not tooting my own horn, but three, you know, the last three years I've been in situations where I'm the number ten waiver pickup. You're not going to get the players you want, so you have to make moves another way. See, and I, I'm in that same situation here. I guess. I guess my my flaw in, in this is that I I look at trades and I guess it's like uh, you'll you you're you're gonna not gonna make a hundred percent of the trades that you don't offer or whatever does that make sense like mm-hmm. if it, to me it was like when the when you made that Pierce trade I I was sitting there and I'm like. Man, if I had Damian Pierce, there's no fucking way I would trade him for Christian Kirk. That seems crazy. And I was actually just offered that exact same trade in in another league. And I was like, no. It took me like two seconds. I was like, nah, man, Damian Pierce, I'd rather have him. And so then I'm like, I wouldn't even offer that. Cause I'm like, ah, I feel like I feel like it's gonna, you know, whatever. But you're but but the but the the lesson of all this is to be uh morally corrupt. And just throw out a bunch of shitty trade offers until you finally beat somebody down, and then they they take the bait. Is that is that what you're saying, Micah? Micah? Nope. <laughs> nope. I'm saying that that day we made the Jason. And I made that deal. He needed a receiver. He had a bunch. He had uh, a bunch Kirk, of guys hurt. And Kirk and had been playing some... well. He'd been playing Kirk well. Been up playing in, it was a classic sell high. Oh, <laughs> Micah. Everyone always says sell high, buy low. You you actually you pounced. Man, and I'm you jealous. Know, and well, uh, I uh, I wish more people were. I, everybody's willing to talk except John. But um, well, yeah, keep throwing you know. him offers. I mean, he said he would look I'll, at them. I'll John keep B, throwing you, them. You will be corrupted. What if What if John B finally makes that trade and he just gets hooked on it, man, and he can't stop, and then he's just making all trades. And then all of a sudden, it's like a Game of Thrones scenario, and he's coming for your throne, Micah, the new trade king, John F and B. If it meant that there was somebody else to trade with, that'd be fine. But it's time for him to to hang up that claim to fame and uh, get make uh, again make his team better. Don't listen to him, John B. <laughs> Stick to your guts. Don't don't let don't let Micah uh, bring you over to the the the, the evil ways. Of the trade king, the dark king, who rules with an iron fist over the Hberg FFL. Uh, all right, where was I? I'm ranting again. Uh, are we done with that game? Let's move on. Flag Bros, 81. Big Dogs, 67. Man, scores were down this week. This is a rough yeah, week for everybody here. Not a lot. Uh, Diggs, another huge game. Cup, uh, a, a down game by his standards. Only nine points um, for Ron B., not a lot to to speak of. Eckler, you know, thirteen. Um, Brady had a rough week, only fifteen. 
Yeah, tough. A lot of scores. What's that? Three teams in the 60s this week. That's tough. Yeah, and only two teams over 100. Uh, that might be the second time that's happened this year. Scoring's definitely down. I think you and Mike talked about that last week. Um, but it seems like every every week somebody's taking a zero somewhere. Uh, you know, this week Ron yeah. had a, a zero from Higby. Higby. Who had been good before that, yeah. previously. Certainly startable. In, at, J.K. At Dobbins had one for Lee. I know he, he's a little banged up, but uh, he had one. So, you know, scoring all the way, all over the place is down. Yeah, interesting. What do we attribute this to? Is this the too high? What are they doing? What is, what's happening in the NFL where people aren't scoring uh, points for our, our beloved fantasy teams? Well, I think a lot of it is you, you've got very few bell cow running backs. So you've got more – more players getting carries, uh, and and they're you know they're sniping carries from the bell cows. You're you're seeing teams go three, four, five deep at at receiver, so that all of a sudden yeah. you, know, you know Alec the, Pierce or whatever that guy is for the Colts is a right. thing. Um, you know, and then, and then the, the few uh, bell cow running backs you have, you get the Saquon Barkley, and he goes down at the one instead of scoring a meaningless <laughs> touchdown for my fantasy team. What an asshole! Oh. He even he, he even talked about that in his press conference. What a dick! Come on! <laughs> oh, because of, uh, Nick Chubb, because of a miracle, you're gonna take fantasy points off the table because the Jets pulled the fucking craziest shit out of their ass. Get out of here! Get out of here! Anyway, here we go. Last game: Pats fan ninety-five, Team Onish one sixteen. And here was the one team that that put it together a little bit. Mahomes, nice 30, 34 from Jamar Chase. Big games. He got the zero, though, like you were saying. Uh, my name is Jeff Wilson with the uh, the zero um, for Corpy. Tyreek Hill, 22. He's been fantastic this year. But uh, Lamar, after the the huge, the 60 and the 50 to, uh, to, to open the season, I don't think he's been above, uh, what, he's been in the teens the past few weeks. Yeah, he's still got that ability to put up a pile of points with Bateman coming back, too. Well, so, we'll see. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you saw in the uh, Tuesday morning QB write-up where Tyreek Hill, even weeks, he's been really, really good. Odd mm. weeks, he's not been so good. Um, he's been single digits in every odd week, but then the even weeks, he's been up over 20 points. So it's pretty interesting. We'll see what happens this week for Richard. So he's like the uh, – here's a reference for you. He's like the Brett Saberhagen of, uh, of football, babe. Man, there you what, do you go. what do you think about that reference? Good So uh, you went uh, – you went different sport and everything. I know. Brett Saberhagen, <laughs> for some reason, back in the 80s, I remember that was a thing. It was like either even or odd, he'd, he'd be really good and have a good record, and the next year he would suck. I don't know what was <laughs> going on with that. Um, anyway, all right. Any uh, any final thoughts on week six, Micah? You, you, you're, you've, you're not going to go with the, with the undefeated through the regular season again this year. I know that that has to hurt, but uh, still still sitting in first place. You're feeling pretty good? No. I could have told you with this team. <laughs> you never feel like it's never good enough for this guy. No, it's it's. Uh, I've I've backed into some wins. Um, no, I'm I am not confident right now, and I haven't been for a couple of weeks. I could you could just see this loss coming from a mile away, and uh, I don't you know I don't feel well, a whole lot better right now. Well, let's see if you're uh, you're fixing to do anything about that. Well, first, we'll quickly look at the standings. We got it over in the East: Red Wolves five and one, Onage La Resistance four and two, Cockheads Pats fan down at the bottom here at two and four. 
over in the West. Four and two, Flag Bros. John B's Blue Streaks three and three. Big Dogs, Nasties, Gambinos all two and four. So um, it's close. Those two and four teams only a game out of the the final playoff spots. And uh, you know, I think we've we've liked the the cockheads of of the two and four teams. Do you have are, you, is, are the cockheads your your pick is the pick of the litter? Uh, yeah, so he's far? he's scored this. He scored the second most points in the league. Um, yeah, wow. He's just eight points behind me. He's got 672 against. So that tells you a little bit why his record is what it is. I do think he's he's the best team uh, of those two and four teams. Um, you know, I think I think every team has some questions every uh, somewhere. I don't think there's one team that is you know you just say holy crap they're really good and and there's not questions. I think everybody has some issues. I think. Certainly, I've got issues. I think Lee, obviously, some running back issues there for him. Um, so I think every team is in need of stuff, and it's just a matter of can they find those pieces. All right. Well, let's do it. Let's look ahead. We've been putting it off for too long. Let's talk moves. Let's talk blockbuster trade. This went down. What was it? When did this happen? Was this Tuesday morning? Monday morning? Was it before the week it, even it, ended? It, it went through Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. So there we go. So Red Wolves. You acquire well. I think Corpy at first he he put up on the the he may be the only person that uses that like uh, whatever that trade board or whatever block, it is yeah. you, who who you are you're listting. He says I'll trade Lamar Jackson now. Micah Morris he's sitting there he's looking at it. he says well look I got already got Josh Allen but Josh Allen is on a buy. I cannot stomach the idea of losing to Dave so I need to trade for the quarterback who is uh, the consensus number one play this week on all of the ranking sites that I'm looking at so you get Lamar Jackson you get Miles Sanders you get Jacoby Myers and you give up Damian Pierce who we mentioned you traded for Cortland Sutton and Jack Prescott who is uh looks like he's going to be back playing this week so um what was the what was the thought process here, um, and 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 how did this all happen, Mike? I'm fascinated by it. Um, so we actually Richard and I he started bitching about Lamar Sunday, Ugh. and like every time he starts complaining, I just say I'll take whoever it is. Sure. And um, you don't want and, him, I'll take him off your hands. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sure. So. Um, through the day Monday, we talked a little bit. I actually had this deal in place. It was left there uh, with the understanding if Sutton got hurt Monday night, then it, we wouldn't do anything. Um, obviously, Sutton shit the bed Monday night. Um, and then about – I woke up at about uh, 10 to 5, and I was like – you know, I told Richard I'd wait until Tuesday to accept the deal. So at 4.50, I go to – take a piss. And I'm like, I'm just going to accept it now. Well, at 447, he woke up and withdrew the trade. No, of course. So like I'm pissed classic, now. At this classic Corby. We, we had the agreement in place that it was there unless Sutton got hurt. I said, you know, and I texted him. It was like 5 a.m. And I said, you know, first of all, I can't get back to sleep. And so I'm pissed. And I said, it'd be like me pulling the rug out from under you if Sutton had gone for 30. It's um, like, uh, yeah. So like he, I, he, I decided Russell Wilson's terrible. I can't trust this uh, Sutton character here. Right. So he comes, he comes back, and and at some point texted me and said, "I'm just kidding," and reoffered the trade. Oh wow! And then, uh, as apparently he went to withdraw the trade again, but as he was walking into work, his phone vibrated that I had accepted oh, it. Boy. So oh boy! Oh boy! 
but but the deal was in place Monday. Um, I, I was concerned about Dak coming back. You know, was he sure. gonna? Was he? How was he gonna be um, number one? Um, yeah, was he gonna come there. back? So I was I was a little concerned. Uh, Richard really wanted Pierce, and I knew if I was gonna get it, I kind of thought that Pierce and Sanders are a wash. Um, I I was telling Jason, I think Pierce is gonna hit a rookie wall. You know, uh, about yeah. week. 12, 13, 14, he's going to hit that wall from 20 carries they a said week. He hasn't got, he did, wasn't a guy that got a lot of carries in college, from what I understand. I don't know much right. about him, but um, yeah, I, you know, I personally hated this because I'm playing you, and then I was like, oh, I get you on Josh Allen's bye week, and then you go and trade for Lamar Jackson. That was personally infuriating, but I didn't, I wasn't overall upset, but I do, I do like Pierce. I do value him. I think he's a good, uh, running back play, and and I think Dak could potentially be good, but you know, of course, um, more more in the works because you immediately before we're playing each other, and then the next day you're like, look, I'll trade you, Lamar Jackson. Now I don't give a fuck. I ain't scared of anybody or anything. And I said, I'm not going to do that. That sounds crazy. But uh, so who knows? Who knows how long Lamar is around for? I suspect it won't be for long. Um, oh, hold on. Uh, now we're both getting calls. What the heck? Um, where was I? You know, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with Lamar, but look, if I can't get an offer I'd like, um, then he sits on my bench. He's a great insurance policy for Josh Allen if he gets hurt, and I'm keeping a top five quarterback off everybody else's roster. Yeah, no, it's good. It was a good play. All right. Sorry, Mike, about that. Um, all right. Well, good. Did we cover the trade? I, I think we it. did. Yeah. It was a big one. It was a six player. That's a big trade. Those are tough. Those are always exciting for everyone involved. Um, all right. Gambinos. Here we are. Waivers. Travis Etienne is in. Um, I, I had him for a while. I believe you had picked him up at one point or another. Seems like he may be taking over that backfield a little bit. I don't know if it's, uh, you know, how, how much I trust it. But he does seem more explosive than Robinson, so could be a move if you need a running yep. back. It was my number one move this week. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Thigh nasties. Pollard in. Melvin Gordon is out. Melvin Gordon. Now, they're saying, I don't know how much you trust spelled Nate, Nate, Nate Hackett, Nat Hackett. I don't know what his name is. He's 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 the coach who doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He is. He is. Terrible. It's terrible. Uh, yeah, that's rough. Uh, Pats fan, Rondale Moore in, Marquise Brown out, Hollywood Brown. He's going to be out for a while. That's, uh, that's tough. Let's see. Cockheads, Juju in, Drake London out. Juju had the big game. Um, yeah, just jump in, Mike, if you feel strongly about any of these. I'll just fly through them. Ownage, Titans in, Commanders out. Uh, D move. Oh, here we go. This is the Red Wolves. Damian Harris in. Not for long, so you can tell me what your thought process is. Eno Benjamin out. I know he do, it doesn't look like Damian Harris was long for this world. Uh, have uh, you, you conceded that my guy Ramadre is taking over that backfield? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean that that's that was my my thought about about it was uh, you know I I wanted to maybe jump in there and get him because I had him last year and and just give me a little depth. But yeah, Ramondre's taking over that. I'm going to hate it when he comes back because he's, he's not good. He is going to get some work and I really wish, uh, I like having that, that running back. You can feel like you can count. I I can, I can tell you, I'm not thrilled that I dropped him because it says he logged a full practice today. I am thrilled though, that that kind of 
it doesn't hurt you in that you just uh, you can just go to McCaffrey now. But well, I uh, see that sucks. And then I got to question it. I got to now. I got to be. I got to be thinking right. about it. And I had to tell you that because it's a Monday night game on. too. Now you, yeah. You're just planting that seed of doubt. That's in exactly me. right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, nasties. Greg Dulcich in Hayden Hurst out. This is a rookie tight end. I'm I'm told. Uh, On the Broncos. Yeah. So yeah. I guess he played. I mean, I think he looked good, as good as anyone yeah, could in that, in that game that uh, yeah. Russell Wilson completed five of uh, thirty-five passes in the second half or whatever it was. Yeah. Um. Oh, here we go. Red Wolves in again. Bateman, who I also had earlier this year, in Jacoby Myers out. Sounds like we could be seeing the the Lamar Bateman stack against me. Say it ain't so, Micah. Come on. Uh, I don't know about that, but he's a number one. I'm, you know, look, I like number one receivers. He's a big play guy, certainly. Um, yeah. Uh, Red Wolves back at it. Daniel Bellinger. This is also a rookie tight end, I believe. Uh, in and Dalton Schultz out. Are, are we uh, in a rookie tight end renaissance here, Micah? What's going on? I just think tight end is such a wasteland. You just don't know what what is going to happen. There's just nothing there. Ever. Oh, it's horrible. It is horrible. Well, uh, you know, somebody up. 2.27 in the morning. This is not a waiver move. Micah didn't want to burn that third waiver on a kicker, so he's up and he picks up Nick Falk and dropped Dustin Hopkins. You had to pee, Micah, I assume, or uh... um, I don't know what happened to. I was asleep prior to that. I didn't stay uh -huh. up, but uh, I woke up right there. I don't remember why. You have an alarm set yeah, to right. uh, to tell you. Do you have like the email alert when you get that like no, waiver no waivers or process would, alert? There is no way in hell I would do that. Uh. I've done that. I'm not ashamed. Uh, <laughs> you know, it depends. I mean, in a league where the where the waivers don't reset, you know, every week, and you you don't want to burn that if you have like a high waiver priority. Yeah, I could not do that. <laughs> uh, no shame in my game. Pat's fan. Oh, here we go. Rondale out. Wandale in, baby. What do we make of that? Apparently, they like they say they're going to use them a lot, but. I like it. Who the hell knows? I don't know if I like it in this league, but in like a in like a normal league with like three receivers and a flex or something. Sure. Right. Uh Canyon Drake in for the flag bros. JK Dobbins out. I don't I mean, what do we what do we think about this? This well, is a Drake, Ra Ravens gonna be backfield. Yeah, Drake's gonna be the one with Dobbins, his knee is all all hurting him again. So uh Drake's gonna start and will be the one. But you know, you can only do so much with Lamar back there. So I mean, yeah, I guess he had a good game. Uh, Pat's fan. Oh no! Oh, Wandale. We hardly knew ye. Alec Pierce is in. Is he staying? It looks like it for the time being. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We talked about Alec Pierce. You mentioned him as a a guy. He's officially <laughs> he's officially a guy now. Ownage. Goff in. Tannehill out. Gambinos. Giants in. Browns out. And Red Wolves. Uh, here we go. Ayuk in. Damian Harris out. So, um. Yeah, Ayuk had a good game last week. I, I, you know, what, what, what he's do you got think? He's got Kansas City. Yeah, he's got Kansas City this week. They're going to so, have to score points. You thinking? Yeah, man, they have to throw the football. So we'll see what happens. I, you know, he's there. I don't know how long. How we'll long see. will he be there? And who knows? You look at Micah. This that's the problem with trying to pick a Micah game because you're like he could add or drop or trade anyone and everyone between now and Sunday. We have no idea what's going to happen. 
when you're talking to Micah Morris. Well, let's talk to Micah Morris, and we're going to talk to Micah Morris about Week 7 in the Hberg FFL. How's that for a segue? Woo! <laughs> well, there can only be one game of the week. We might as well talk about it. 5-1, and one, MM's Red Wolves, 4-2, and two, La Resistance. La Resistance, a 60% guru favorite. La Resistance, Micah... I saw the email went out. It's telling me how I'm doing against the the Red Wolves. And uh, let's just say I am not the Kingslayer. Micah, six consecutive wins in this rivalry for MM's Red Wolves. I have not won a game against you since Halloween weekend in the year of our Lord, 2018. Almost four years to the day we're coming up on next weekend since I have have won a game against you. I remember I was favored earlier this season when we were playing. I came on here. I said I thought I should be favored. I thought I was going to win legitimately, and you blew the doors off me and beat me by like 30 points or something. Um. Can that be different this week? I guess is my question. Can I win? You've got Lamar Jackson. You got DeAndre Swift now with uh, off an injury with, with Pierce gone. Higgins has a Swiss flag. Swift, of course, has a Swiss flag. Lockett, Swiss flag. Bateman, Swiss flag. A lot of injuries on your side of the ball. Can you do it? Seven in a row. Well, i tell you the same thing I said a couple weeks ago. I'm going to need a perfect perfect lineup, perfect game, everything to, to happen. Jackson's going to have to go off. Mixon's going to have to show up. Um, Swift is going to have to, you know, put up some points. I mean, you've got, uh, you've got great matchups and uh, I'm going to just have to have, I'm not going to John B myself, but I'm going to need a lot of luck this week. I do like my matchups. I, I said uh, uh, that I thought, there's a world where I could conceivably argue that this Lamar trade potentially, I thought, maybe made your team worse. Or I was almost more scared to play your team with Pierce in there than I am with Swift because I don't know what I'm going to get. And Lamar hasn't done a lot. If you believe that Dak is going to come back, I mean, you know, the optimist would say Dak against Detroit is a fantastic matchup. Lamar Jackson, obviously, always a good play. Um yeah, I do think I have some good matchups, though. Uh, you know, uh, Saquon against Jacksonville should be good. CD against Detroit should be good. Um, you know, hopefully Pittman has a good game. He seems to only have good games when I don't play him, so I'm a little worried about that. Uh, I like my D matchup uh, against uh, the Patriots against Chicago. You know, maybe I get a huge D week. Maybe that's what it takes to finally get a win. Um, I'm, you know, I'm going to pick myself. I'm cautiously optimistic, but I've learned... Like we said, I mean, who knows what Mike has got in store for me between between uh, now and Sunday. We have no idea, and, I, and uh, it's hard to be too confident when you haven't won a game in four years against you. So you know, we'll see. But you know, one thing we talked about is I'm not, I always hate playing when I have a receiver and the other person has that quarterback. No, the so, cancel out. I, I don't like yeah, that but, either. See, that's another dick move by you. You're you're playing the receiver against me. Uh, to, hey, to, to that's not out. a change. He's been in every lineup. Well, still, still but seems kind week, of dickish. In week four, it was it was a Higgins week where he I think he had twenty five or something that week, and Jamar Chase didn't. Yeah, last week was obviously a Chase week. So if it's a Chase week, 
I don't have a chance. It's good for me. If it's a Higgins week, I at least have a chance. Yep. Yeah. No. Fair enough. Yeah. We'll see. God, if I, this was ever, this is my chance. If there was ever a chance for me to get off the Schneid against you, I think this this is my chance. But uh, easier said than done, certainly. Uh, well, I'm hoping there's going to be more moves in store before this thing starts. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. That's what I'm afraid of. Uh, elsewhere in the league, we got Team Ownage four and two, Gambinos two and four. Uh, yet again, the team with the lesser record coming in is the Guru favorite, though Gambino sixty three percent. He does get Jonathan Taylor back this week against Tennessee. It looks like, uh, from what I'm hearing, he he will be active. Micah, is that what your sources are telling you? Yeah, my ears to the ground in Indy, and yeah, that's what they're saying. That is the word on the street. Um, Aaron Rodgers, if he's gonna to get back at it, it would be a good time to do it against your Manders. Your Manders pass D. I don't know if they're any good. I assume not. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Uh, we don't get that. I get a lot of Falcons down here. I don't see a lot of the Manders. Am I missing anything? Heineke's Hell playing no. this week. Well, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. You're, you're into it. You're, you're ready. Another, you ready for yeah. a little more Heineke? Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's see for Onage. You know what you're getting here. Mahomes, um, a couple of running backs who may or may not be good. Uh, Williams and Wilson chase. Uh what oh Jess Jefferson's bye week. Oh it no, is, I yeah. wasn't even looking. Gallup is in there. Oh boy. And uh yeah, and Pitts, of course, who's a, just a, a fucking disaster like no one's ever seen. Um uh yeah, this this actually kind of feels like a Gambino's to be a little bit. I like I like Ken uh Ken this Ken Walker with Taylor back. I mean the receivers are certainly questionable, you know, but I don't know. Give me Gambinos. I, I I think he's hot. He was he was he was off. He's on a, a bit of a winning streak. I think it keeps it going. I I'm gonna agree with you. I I think so. Um, you know we'll see about Rodgers. The thing about I I lean more that way is because Jeff Wilson did not have a good week last week. I still think San Francisco yeah. is gonna have to throw the ball against Kansas City. So I'm not sure how much work will he may be game scripted out of that game. And he's got Jamal Williams in there, who I hope at best is going to be splitting carries. Right. I mean, um, yeah, with Swift back, that certainly depresses his value. And there may be, maybe Dave makes a move. There could be some waiver wire fodder that he'd rather play or uh, maybe maybe Robinson. I don't know. These split backfields are tough. It's tough to navigate. Now, now I'll tell you the biggest thing for Mike right now is Andrews has mispracticed the last two days. Mm. Uh, so he's got a knee injury. So we'll see what happens. If he doesn't go, that completely swings things. That would be and, huge because he no longer has the great Taysom Hill to plug in there. He traded him exactly away. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and, you know, for Mike, he'll just have to see how Alave does tonight. Uh, but I'm going Mike in this one. He's going to have to do without those three Taysom Hill points. So <laughs> look out, Shark. Mr. You. You should have seen this shark a couple of weeks ago with this Taysom Hill as a thing. Oh my God, it's terrible. Oh, the, uh, he was trying he's to getting get so mad at me for. I'm like, no, he's not going to score 40 points again. This is stupid. I don't want to hear it. I don't want it. Don't yeah, please. He wanted he wanted, uh, he wanted DeAndre Swift from me for him. I was like, hell no. Yeah. Oh, it's outrageous. Uh, cockheads two and four. Pats fan two and four. And uh. Even records, even split here, 50-50 in the eyes of the guru, a true coin flip. Um, for Paul, we got uh, Herbert with a nice matchup against Seattle. Um, you know, Edwards E. Lair, though, God, that hurts him. And Because Dalvin Cook's on a bye, that does hurt. Um, 
you know, Evans has a nice matchup here against Carolina, and uh, Buccaneers have a nice matchup on D against Carolina, so that could be good for uh, for Corpy. Dak, we talked about him. Trades for him. He's going to start him against Detroit. And we got Fournette against Carolina. A lot of everyone's going to be watching that Buccaneers-Panthers game this week. And, that boy, that will be exciting. I can't wait to see that. Henry and Hill, you got to play him. Pearson off the wire. Taysom Hill, the two T. Hills. Is this the most T. Hills that any one team has ever had at the same time? It's got to be. It's got to be. be a record. We love records <laughs> here on the Aceberg FFL podcast. Um Boy, oh boy, this is interesting. I, I mean, I think, I think Corpy's stronger here. I really do. I think Dak's going to have a good game. I think Dak is going to have a good game. I love Tyreek Hill. That's the Pittsburgh secondary has been really bad, and I think his running backs are stronger. I mean, I like Chubb, but I think the combination of Fournette and Henry, or Pierce, or Elliott. I like any. Corpy now has four startable running backs here and he as he said on the thing now he's texting everybody he's trying to trade one of these guys he sounds like a used car salesman how about this i I like this i like that he he made this big deal he trades he he takes a quote-unquote you know downgrade a quarterback to trade lamar jackson and, and and get dak in return and then the two other guys he didn't have played either one of them the hell are you doing, Corby? Why did you trade for Cortland Sutton and Damian Pierce? You're not even going to play him. You gave up Lamar Jackson, who was like your best player. You fucking idiot. <laughs> Jesus. My God. Uh, uh, you know, I... <laughs> what, are you, I what are you making I, I wouldn't play Sutton either, though. That's why I couldn't well, wait to get can't. rid of Do you know how... how- how much it sucked having to watch those Broncos games hoping they did something? My God. It was it was the oh, worst. I, I wouldn't I, play I, I can believe I'm it. a little surprised not playing Pierce though. Um I would play Pierce, maybe. Over Uncle, Uncle Lenny's got a nice matchup against the Panthers, though. Uh, but I mean yeah. it's like why did you, well I guess that's why he's to make this trade now, because now he's like, Oh fuck, I made a trade <laughs> for two guys that I'm not even gonna play. What, what am I gonna do now? Ugh. Where does he um, offered? I, I have a hot tip from uh, an anonymous source in Charlotte, North Carolina, that he may have offered uh, Damian Pierce for Justin Jefferson. What do you think of that trade, Micah? That's yeah, well, that's a classic Micah Lowball. He's been learning from the master right there. I'm, I'm also told that from that same source, for, I've got this. I've got a source here in in, in Rockingham County that says uh, he was offered in return Henry for Gallup. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't happy about the uh, the offer in return. An anonymous source, yeah. Uh, all right, so I like Corpy. Who do you got? Did you pick Corpy um, or you got Paul? No, fuck that. Just because just because I traded him, Dak <laughs> Allen, I'm going Paul. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, where else we got? Thought Nasties against the Big Dogs. Both these teams are two and four. 52% favorite in the eyes of Thonassi. So virtually a coin flip as well here. Let's see what uh, Jace has. It's, it's Jalen Hurts by week. So we get Derek Carr. We get to see Derek Carr again. We haven't seen him in a while in the Hburg FFL. Or maybe we, he might have played last week. I can't remember anything. I don't know what's going on. I assume he didn't, though. Good matchup against Houston. Najee Harris we're going to see here. Um, boy, yeah, boy, against Miami. I don't feel good about that. Pollard in off the wire against Detroit. St. Brown looks like he's back. That's a, that could be a big uh, a big deal for Yace, getting uh, one of his you know star uh, players back. Debo, of course. Hawkinson, Carlson, Colts D against Tennessee for Paul. 
Brady against Carolina. Jones, Eckler, McLaurin, Devontae. Mystery tight end. Higby's on a bye, and Dawson Knox is on a bye. Here we got Ron. Will we see the fifth roster move of the year for the big dogs, or is he going to roll shorthanded at tight end, much to my chagrin as someone who values com competency and competitiveness and people who yeah. give a shit? <laughs> he'll make a move he'll make a move um i've actually talked to both of these guys about potential deals um so i'd like to think maybe uh there's a trade in the works but i don't know i guess oh. we'll see here over the next couple of days okay spoiler alert well that's good yeah. um huh, who do i like in this game i guess is the other question um mclaurin Devonte, eckler eckler eckler's just been eckler's been really good lately and i think that's got me leaning here towards ron um as much as i hate to do it i you know i do i do think Devontae is, is uh could be due for a good game i think he's got something to prove after now that he's uh public enemy number one or whatever whatever he did uh i still haven't seen the video i don't know what he did but uh he's apparently on the fbi's most wanted list tampa tom, <laughs> tampa tom good get right game against carolina give me give me the big dogs as much as much as we don't like to pick Ron on this show, I think he's going to win. Yeah, I think I, Ron could maybe roll with a zero at tight end. And I think still win this game. Um, Najee Harris and Pollard, man, that 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 scares me. And and there's not a lot unless Jason decides to Why go. Why didn't he with, go with uh, Brian Robinson? I thought yeah. we liked Brian Robinson. He had the use of the feel good story. He had the touchdown last week against Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay's defense hasn't been any good. Yeah, uh, even if he goes Robinson, I'm still I'm still picking Ron in this one. The running backs I think are a step up, and and you know Devontae's been really good, so I'm I'm going with Ron. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. Finally, John BNF's fighting blue streaks, three and three. Iron Flag Bros, they're four and two, but John B is a sixty-five percent favorite in the eyes of the guru. Uh, as you said, of course, unless John B makes a big trade, we're going to see Trevor Lawrence, it looks like, against the Giants. We're going to see Brees Hall, the, the super stud, against the Denver Broncos stout defense. Josh Jacobs, who has been also excellent by all accounts this year uh, against Houston in a good matchup. Um, DeAndre Hopkins back. He's been stashing DeAndre Hopkins perfectly. Right when he gets A.J. Brown on a bye, he plays Hopkins. Waddle, of course, against Pittsburgh. Kelsey, you got to play him. Bullock and the Ravens defense for Lee. Kyla Murray. Kyla Murray on a Thursday. Oh, I hate it against the Saints. He could put in Jameis on a Thursday. I don't think he's going to do that. Kenyon Drake off the wire. Connor on, the, on that same Thursday. My God. Mike Williams. Lazard, because it's Diggs and Cups on the double bye. Boy, oh boy. Ertz on the Thursday. Good gravy. Gould and the Cowboys. All right, well, I'm taking John B. I don't need to see much. I mean, Lee with Cup and Diggs on a bye. And four, three guys on that Thursday game? Goo. That's too rich for my blood. Give me John yeah. B. I don't like agreeing with you again, but, yeah, I'm, I'm right there. It looks like uh, Lee's won the last five matchups between these two. I don't think it's going to be six. Now, look, John could go blow the doors off of him if he would take Lamar Jackson and uh, and make a trade, but uh, he's going to roll with Trevor Lawrence, I guess. It, look, the Giants <laughs> have been good. The Giants' defense has been good this year, um, but I still think even if Lawrence struggles, um, 
Man, he's got Camaro on the bench. This, this is what pisses me off. He's got Camaro freaking Camaro on the bench. On the bench. For God's sake. He's got three I, great like, running backs right now. He's got three excellent, very, very excellent uh, running backs. I mean, there's not – yeah. I don't know where the immediate need is. Yeah, it's it's quarterback. That's what I was I was looking at. It. I was like, if anyone – because I was, I was looking because I was so mad. I'm like, who's going to trade for Lamar and what are they going to give Micah so he can get even better? And I was like, boy, it really should be John B. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if he's a man of principle or if he can be corrupted. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot of money at stake here. He should be corrupted. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Um, yeah, big money this year. That's right. That's right. It's, it's even higher stakes than ever. Uh, well, we will see. Well, um, Micah, thank you again for joining me in the day. I love these day records. Um Always a pleasure, and uh, good luck with the uh, with the interview tonight. Who are the Who are the Broadway Fighting Gobblers playing this week? I didn't even ask. Yeah, we're making the trip to Rockbridge County tomorrow. They they uh, down to Lexington. Oh wow! Oh, that's a long one. You ride on the yeah. bus with the team, or do you, you, you no, have your no. own uh, chartered limousine? Yeah, that's that's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Mike. Any final thoughts before we uh, we head off into podcast land for week number seven? Yeah, my phone is is right beside me, ready to take calls on Lamar or anybody else. I'm ready All to right. make deals. There it is. Trade King. All right. Appreciate it, Michael. As always, right. man. We'll talk to you soon. See you, Dave. All right, buddy. Later. See you.